another day. All right, let's ride. Blackout every Monday on Mad Podcast platforms. A lot. How y'all doing? Hope y'all good. I know y'all can't answer back. Okay, so now coming across my phone, some bullshit. Hard to digest. Apparently, inmates eat holiday steak during shutdown while prison workers go on paid. I didn't want to start with that, but it just happened to come across my phone. And that's where we at, man. This is the country we live in. All types of stupid shit is going on. Dear Chicago, we got some rough times going on right now. Hopefully we'll get through this. That is the plan, but we got some storm to weather in the city of Chicago. Luckily for me, I do not live there, but as a fan of mad sports teams in Chicago and musicians from Chicago, it's a rough year, man. We got some shit going on, and I'm going to talk about a little bit of it. I ain't going to get too deep into the, into the crime aspect because I don't live in the city. I'm not affected by that my brother's there so i wish the best for his safety but i don't have numbers and stats to talk intelligently about the city of chicago in in uh, respects of the crime so i'm not going to sit here and perpetrate like i do i'm going to continue on with my lovely broke ass bum ass podcast that people choose to listen to but thank you for those of you've been listening i'm working on making it better getting it cracking i want to sit sincerely apologize for stuttering just then and for the last episode where we ran out of memory, and I had to come back in and kind of fill in the rest of the episode. It wasn't the way I like to do things, but rather than me not put anything out and then be trying to push this to my episode, this episode, or that episode, to my homies so we can edit it and give it back, it was just too much that I had to we would have to go through. So I just went ahead and put it out, just so I can at least get it to folks. I figure I apologize for it later because the theme for last year will be the theme for this year, and that will be consistency and we will try to improve while being consistent but with that being said it's late for me recording this i usually record this early in the afternoon but some games came on today i had to watch so i'm gonna try to go ahead and get into this podcast and let y'all know what ridiculous stories i looked into this week happy new year once again we ain't even the whole seven days in and it's already bullshit cracking all right so one this is a, a good story. You know what? I'm going to start with the sad shit. I'm going to start with the sad shit because um, this year and last year have seemed to be all about awareness. So I'm not going to fuck around with it and make jokes like I'm going to do with a couple other stories. I'm going to get right to this shit with these first two. So seven-year-old Jasmine Barnes of Houston was killed by drive-by shooting. Seven years old. Gone. Because some coward in the car drove by and shot recklessly. And now this the gunman is still on the loose. This is the shit we don't need. Come on, black people. Come on, man. Like, when is this shit going to stop? How personal is your beef? If you want to kill a motherfucker that bad, walk up on him. 
I'm not out here advocating violence. I wish we didn't feel the need to do that shit. But if you're going to do it and you feel the need to end the life, be a man about it. Walk up on them and do it. At least make sure there's nobody else around that don't deserve to smoke going through your bullshit because you can't go out and confront that person. And if they did it to you, that let that be on them. But you be a man about your shit. If it's personal like that, walk up on them and make something happen. Because if it's not that personal... You probably don't need to be handling business that way, risking these innocent people. Because you can't get out your motherfucking car and approach somebody, or you let a problem get to that point. And I understand when you're in areas with limited resources and there's a history of bullshit there, there can be problems. But I've had problems with people that I, like even people I work with that I had to see every day I didn't like. But you know what? I manned up, had a conversation, killed the shit. You would be surprised what can happen from a conversation. And I know all wounds and all discrepancies with other with other people ain't the same, but at some point somebody has to stop the cycle. You can either continue to be violent and bring violence back upon yourself, your family, and people that are close to you, or you can find a way to change shit. So you could either change for the better or wallow in the same bullshit. That's a problem in the black community, I'm be real about it. We get comfortable with shit, and we keep on going. We should never be comfortable with the life, with the loss of life, with the unnecessary loss of life. That's something we should never be comfortable with. But it seems like same old song. Rest in peace to Jasmine Bonds. I really hope they get the motherfucker that did this, and they lock his ass up, or give the family some special time alone with him. But this is somebody else I feel like should be put in general population. This is uh one of those people. It ain't one of these oldest guy made a mistake. He was young. Nah, you get in a moving vehicle and you decide to shoot from a moving vehicle, you need to get whatever come from that. That's how I feel. Like, I would, would not want nobody to walk, to, to drive by his neighborhood and do the same thing, but a good walk up, I ain't mad at that at all. Contradicting myself from earlier, but that's how I feel. That's some senseless violence that didn't need to take place. And other um, unfortunate baby-related news, a Wisconsin woman, a babysitter, She's going to face first-degree murder charge after, um, apparently, she was babysitting this woman's child, this woman's son. The woman came to pick him up. It's cold. It's Wisconsin. She had the baby bundled up. The lady took the baby back with her to the laundromat. Her baby was sleeping. She went to check on the baby, realized the baby was cold and unresponsive. Her sister called 911. Apparently, the woman who babysat her child killed the child, pretended the child was asleep when the mother came to pick it up, and then gave this lady her son and, went, I guess, went about her business like nothing happened. So the police are saying that the baby during the autopsy, they found um, evidence of blunt force trauma. So she probably got mad at the little boy for crying or some shit, which we hear about happening all the time, and hit the little boy, and she wasn't watching the little boy, and he fell and hit his head or something, and ended up passing away. And instead of owning up to it like a responsible adult, like or being a woman and understanding how this would affect this lady, she decided to put it off on this woman and let her go thinking her baby was asleep. And the whole time the baby been dead. So she rightfully is facing murder charges. I hope they give her ass a death penalty because that's, that's foul. That's foul. Not only for you to, number one, kill the child, which is, we all know, very wrong, but to put that off on a mother like she had something to do with it or that the child died in her care 
is fucking despicable. You need to be hit with every branch off the biggest tree you can find. I hope they lock your ass up and make you sleep on a bed of cactus needles, you raggedy motherfucker. And I meant to put her name in here, but I didn't. But uh, yeah, that's a, a, a dirty motherfucker. This happened in Wisconsin. I think what I'm gonna start doing going forward is once I get these stories, I'm gonna share them on the um, No Playing This Ride Facebook page so people can go back and read it. So you know that I ain't just talking shit. And it ain't just me capping. It's some shit I went to a news site and got. So I'm not just making up bullshit stories or that I have my facts together because I don't like to, to dig into it and read the shit verbatim. But that's something else unfortunate that happened. Now, something else that happened. Something terrible. Something ridiculous. Like, I, I, this is one of those things you hear, you'd be like, nigga, you fucking with me. There's no way in hell this happened. Unfortunately, in my hometown of Jacksonville, Florida, this happened. So a man was beaten to death by a masked man armed with a gun at a laundromat on Jacksonville's south side. The violent act happened on Christmas Eve morning at the Coin Laundry on Beach Boulevard near Cortez Road. The Jacksonville Sheriff's Office said they responded to the 36-year-old Roderick Stephen Hines on the ground with a gash in the back of his head. So apparently this man was beat with a pogo stick or this man fled with a pogo stick or something. It's like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Like, I, I know I said to walk up on somebody if you have an issue. That don't mean I want people to be murdered in the street. Like, this is ridiculous. You beat the man with a goddamn pogo stick? I don't get it. I really don't get what's going on. Especially, like, that location. I'm familiar with other neighborhoods. I don't want to put out there. I probably said it before. But, like, I'm familiar with other neighborhoods in the city having issues. I know Beach Boulevard ain't just 100% cakewalk, but that just seems a little extreme for that area of the city. So I'm just trying to put together in my head, like, what caused this? What was the meaning of this terrible act that had taken place? And they got the shit on camera. But, um, damn shame. Rest in peace to that man. For I don't know what the situation was or what he did, but it's a damn shame he went out like that. A little lighter news. A woman in North Charlotte was uh, getting attacked. Somebody, this man tried to put her in his car in the North Charlotte area. The woman fled and she ran into a karate studio asking for help. The guy then followed her in there. The guy that followed her in there left on the stretcher. <laughs> because when he went in there, the karate instructor put something on his ass and fucked him up. Rightfully so. So in all the bullshit, there's a silver lining, man. Um, man got what he deserved, and he's going to fucking jail. That's great. That's really great. And um, I'm glad that happened to him. That's that's a lesson for you. That's karma coming back and, and biting you right in your ass. You out there doing some shit you ain't got no business doing. And then you run into the karate studio. I don't know what he was thinking about, like, at that point, you you lost, bro. You trying to, you out there hunting, trying to get your prey. The, the prey got away. You go on somewhere else, try again, or don't try again. Like, don't do that shit no more. That was your one. You tried and you didn't, it didn't happen for you. You got away scot-free. Go reevaluate your life. Stop trying to steal human beings like a jackass. 
go sit the fuck down so we're figure out life. Nope, you run right into the karate studio where people break boards with their bare hands and feet. And you got them, they broke your ass. That's what you get. Stupid son of a bitch. That's, yeah. I don't know, man. It's 2019, man. 2019, it's the beginning of the year. And it's already stupid shit like this going on. Man. Another bit of good news. Jamal Ahmed Muhammad Ali Al-Badawi. I don't know if I said any of those names right, but that is apparently the name of the man who was partially responsible for that USS Cole bombing that killed 17 American sailors. This man has reportedly been killed in an airstrike. Kudos for whoever was in charge of that. Thank you for getting this piece of garbage off our planet. I'm glad. I hope they got everybody involved by now. But that's that's a real big win for the U.S. And that's really all I got for internet. Anything international, that that's pretty much it, man. They um they fucked homeboy up, and I hope anybody involved with that is either dead or in prison because that was a terrible situation that happened to those guys. Just being out there on the water. I mean, you out there floating, you don't know what's what, what's going what to do. You got to wait on somebody else to come respond to help you out. You don't know if your ship's going to sink. So for them to come up there and do smoke cowardly shit, blow a hole in there, it's like, that's good. I'm glad his ass is dead. Hope it's anybody that's responsible get that work too. I do have a question though. For anybody that listens to this, my question for you is, and this is shifting more towards American politics, Rashida Tlaib, I think that's how you say her name, versus Old 45. Now this young woman, was speaking in reference to Old 45 and decided to say the words, we're going to impeach the motherfucker. And that lit people up. People got, people got upset. She's a senator, newly elected, and apparently the people on the right did not like what this woman coming from the left said. My question to you and anybody who hears this shit is, what's the difference? Shithole country, bomb the shit out of them, grab them by the pussy, What's the difference? Really, like I would like for somebody to inform me on what the what what's the difference between somebody who's who who speaks what who speaks their mind, who doesn't hold back, who's raw. Is it refreshing? Is it new? Somebody who doesn't follow the rules? What's the difference? Why are people so mad? Why is this even a big deal? She's just talking like the president. I'm trying to figure out why people are mad. Of course, I know why. But I won't say why. I want somebody else to tell me why. Because I know the truth, goddammit. And I know people that swing that way ain't going to tell it. But uh, I definitely know the truth. But that's what I think the left needs. And anybody in the middle who's going who's gonna to try to run for president in 2020... That is what you're going to have to do. A little bit. I wouldn't say lower yourself to the degree that that individual does. But you're going to have to be a little bit more blunt. You're going to have to be a little more direct. So that the every man understands what you're saying. But what you also have to do is make sure you know policy. Make sure you know the legislations. And anything you want to change to be able to speak intelligently about it. And to not get flustered. And that to be your go-to. 
Now, if you can maintain that balance in between, I think you're golden. But if you can't, you're just going to look like you're ripping off somebody that's already trash. And you don't want to do that. That ain't something you want to do. But speaking of trash, let's continue with this. And I just, I wonder how people sleep at night. I know I say this a lot, but it just never, it never really computes with me how people sleep at night, knowing what's going on. And I'm and now I'm talking about this wall. I talked about it a little bit with the homie on the last joint about the border wall, about the tantrum being thrown. But if you're at the point where you're considering, you're considering the national emergency to get funding, taking money from military construction funding to fund their wall. It's like, come on, fam. Really? R this is where we're at right now because of some ridiculous boast you made. You're willing to go this far. There's people that can't pay bills or their bills are in jeopardy. Even despite, I know you're supposed to have a certain amount of money saved up in case of hard times. That's fine. I get that. I get that logic. I understand that statement being made because as an adult, you should want to save some money just in case something happens. But if you're securing your job and you depend on that job, there's no reason why you should be going without pay over this shit. Over this because somebody's throwing a tantrum and then wants to place all the blame on the other side. This is something that you said you would do and take the blame for. But all of a sudden, when that fire gets a little bit too close to your ass, now it's everybody else's fault. And now you're prepared to go all the way. This shows me that you have nothing else. You so worried about the other shit. You got to throw this out there as a distraction piece. And you're going to live comfortable. That's fine. But if you're not going to pay, just don't pay anybody. If you're not going to pay them, don't pay anybody. Don't pay yourself. Don't pay your staff. Don't pay anybody in fucking D.C. till the shit gets figured out. If we're going to do it, do it across the board. And I know that's going to affect a lot more people. But if you really want to prove the point, prove that point. Do it. Over something so goddamn stupid. Something that you lost on a long time ago. And they're not going to be in, like I said last year, they're not going to be in. They're going to let you continue to look crazy. And then they're trying to pass bills for other departments that don't have shit to do with the wall and you still fucking off and if you don't believe me i've already shared it to the um no playing this ride facebook page but chris wallace of fox news already interviewed sarah huckabee sanders about it and basically fact checked her and poked holes all in her shit like if you want to talk about it talk about it and have an explanation why or continue doing what you're doing. Continue doing what you're doing because that it don't affect you and you don't care. You just want this win that I don't think you're going to get. And at some point, it's going to have to click with the people surrounding you that this isn't going to work. And you have to get these people, they got their money, and get them back to work. As people keep missing flights and these fucking taxes don't get back, you're going to have a fucking problem in the States. Because a lot of people depend on that tax money. A lot of fucking people. And you can disagree and say, oh, they shouldn't depend on it. 
I get that too. But once you've been accustomed to getting that shit for so long, especially when it's your fucking money anyway, it's been taken from you, and then they're going to reduce the amount they give back to you, you're going to want that goddamn money. You'd be a fool not to. I just think it's trash that somebody, that some arrogant asshole is going to do this for a stupid promise he made that really ain't going to do shit. What I do wonder is, who's going to be contracted to build the wall? And I wonder how they're going to make this paperwork work so that the people that will benefit from this aren't seen as being connected directly to the administration, or it may be even more brazen, which I wouldn't be surprised, and it'll be obvious that it's direct, that it's uh, directly connected to the administration. Kind of like the Carlisle group with the war in Iraq. And that boy Cheney had a piece of the company, just like Rex Tillerson had stock in ExxonMobil when they were trying to get that deal done with Russia for that oil money, but whatever. We don't know what's going on. People are stupid, we don't pay attention, right? All right, shifting gears to sports. Um, Tom Thibodeau was fired by the Minnesota Timberwolves. I thought they were doing decent. Apparently the record does not say that. But I think they have potential. They had just got rid of Jimmy, I can say got rid of. They just traded Jimmy Butler. And uh, I felt like the chemistry was starting to come back from the couple of games I seen. I thought they were going to be able to do some things in the West. Apparently... People that run the organization felt like otherwise, and now, from what I read, they may be considering hiring Fred Hoiberg as the coach, <laughs> the same guy that traded Derrick Rose in the first place, and or hiring him as the GM. I, it may make more sense for this team that's already kind of built to have to get him in there, but you see what's happening in Chicago where now they got um his name Jim Boylan in as the head coach. And they went from a team that wanted to run and shoot threes to now they're trying to post up with Robin Lopez, who has that one little hook shot and nothing else. And nothing's working. And that's when I say it's like it's always, for me, it's always better to just let the coach at least finish out the season before you fire him. Because now you got to burn the shit down in the beginning of the season. And what's your direction? Because Thibodeau was the president, I think, in GM, as well as head coach of the Bulls. So the system and everything was built the way he wanted it to be. It was That's how it was structured. You get players to fit your system in basketball. So now we got to see who the fucking head coach is going to be and how they're going to do shit and what their um, the culture of the team is going to be like. Again, like, I, I don't get it. But um, and ter more terrible Chicago news, goddamn, what's his name, Cody Blakely, Cody Parkley, sorry, is on Twitter getting his ass roasted right now because his motherfucking missed the field goal that to put the Chicago Bears in the Elite Eight of the NFL playoffs. Then they proceeded to show a highlight reel of this motherfucker hitting the uprights. He hit the uprights four times in one game, then another time another game, and then... This last game, just couldn't get it through the uprights. And for me, I'm sitting there watching the game, and I knew they were going to call a timeout before with the kick. Everybody in the fucking stadium knew that. So they, they go through the motions like they call it right before they snap the ball. 
He kicks it anyway. Ball goes through the uprights. Everybody's happy. They see. They they know the timeout's been called. But this is the thing about it that pissed me off. Like it gave everybody a bunch of fucking false hope. It's like, oh, he's got this. He's gonna knock this out. Cause when he kicked it through, I was like, why the fuck did he do that? Like I would have rather him just stopped his whole motion. I understand it's kind of like a practice kick, but nah, like, cause in my brain it's like, don't set me up for that. Because now me seeing that at the next kick, oh, that's a layup. You got this. What's this motherfucker do? Next play. Boom, right off the upright. Boom, then that shit hit off the middle bar. Game the fuck over. Game over. And when I tell you Mitch came back out there, bitch, dropping dimes, trying to get them boys in field goal range, fucking Tariq Cohen had a dope-ass uh, kick return that got them close. Man, that's some disappointing shit. Especially for it to end that way. Like I, like an interception, a last-minute touchdown. Okay, because you know what? Mitch has shown a lot of progression this year. He's been balling. The defense has been fucking incredible this year. And for the game to end by the fucking kicker not doing his goddamn job. That's wild. That's wild. Special team as a whole, too, because there were some punts that looked a little... Like the in the beginning of the game, the punt was punt was good, but there was like this last punt that was super short. I'm like, God damn it! Because even if I can't remember if Philly scored off of that, but even if they didn't score, you still flipped the field, and now you got to work harder to get to their end zone than you would have because they're in a good position; they can drive further into your end zone. So when they punt, it just if you look at football, it just makes sense. For this shit to end on a goddamn field goal, a missed field goal, within his range, when he's talking about he's good for 53, you miss from 43 after just making one that didn't count, oh, yeah, you better clean out your locker today. They got every right to let your ass go because it wasn't just this game. It was games before. They got every right to let his ass go, and I, I hope they do. I'm mad right now, and I'm petty. Get Parky the fuck up out of there. And then... Like I said, it's you know been a kind of bad run for Chicago past few days. Blackhawks ain't really doing good. Baseball season ain't started yet. The Bulls ain't shit right now. The Bears is fucking lost. And then before all that, this uh documentary comes out about one of Chicago's former favorite sons. Goddamn Survivor R. Kelly hit Lifetime on Thursday. And people have been talking about it ever since. So I hadn't seen it until Saturday. I watched the first two um, the first two episodes. And I had my own reasons for not liking this individual. Like, I know he did what he did in the past. And I know what he was do, kind of doing, still going around doing all that wild shit he was into. And I didn't like him because of that. But I also didn't really like his music. Like, there's a couple songs I was cool with. But for the most part, I'm not the guy rushing to get an R. Kelly song or listen to his music or whatever because I thought a lot of his music was just simple-minded. Like, move your body like a snake, mine, you remind me of my Jeep, and Ignition I thought was trash. Like, just the lyrics of it just seemed, like, simple-minded. And that's just me. But then watching Surviving R. Kelly and then seeing these people talk about him in depth the way they did it pissed me off for a lot of reasons one is because a lot of you guys knew what was going on and didn't say shit 
that's the saddest part. These are people in the industry. And they're going to catch a lot of hell for this. And as they should, they knew what's happening to these girls. And they didn't say anything. It was questionable behavior, but you didn't say anything because it was him. And I hope they all, like, I know it's too late for some of the things that happened, but, like, I'm glad they got to deal with it now. It's out in the public. The people got to, people are seeing it. They can see your face, and you got to deal with this shit. Knowing that you were involved with this man going up to the high school to pick up young girls for him. Knowing that he was going to malls in every city and having his bodyguards go get young girls from him. And the shit he was having them do and the way he was treating them. Basically treated them like sex slaves. You come over, you go, we gonna fuck, I'm gonna direct you on how to do it, and then don't say nothing else to me, go get in that room and don't come out till I tell you two type of shit. This is wild. It's what I don't understand. And then one of my one of my partners, I, I guess I'll call him right now, is going back and forth with me on you know social media about it. Like, our people want money and all this shit when it's time for the money. Like, people didn't say nothing about this shit for years. They kept it away. So I hardly believe it's like a real big money play. I hardly believe, it's hard for me to believe that people want to be on TV talking about sexual acts they got coerced into doing when they were fucking teenagers. Not knowing that he got you over there, you 16, 17, he telling you this girl 16, you find out she 14, and y'all been in the bed doing all types of wild shit. And um, I can only imagine how they feel. It, it's got to be a terrible feeling in your gut to know you took part in that. Especially for, you know, for the, for the females. But for the guys, all of them, they trash. And then for his brother talking this shit while he in jail, you look crazy. Like, we all, it's a preference. He was like, well, it's a preference. I like older women. Nigga, you in jail. Your credibility's already shot. The fuck are you talking about? You can't stick up for your brother doing this shit. If anything, you need to be condemning him. Or just not have the interview. Like, why are you even talking? If it was me, I wouldn't have said shit. Like, I'm not talking about this. And I damn sure ain't gonna talk about it with a fucking camera in my face. No. And I was thinking the whole time, like, damn, if they using his name, how is it? Who's, is he getting paid off of this? Because they're using his name? And I went to look it up, and I didn't see him nowhere as being a part of the production company. And then I saw that he's threatening to sue. And I'm like, that's going to be your little million dollars gone, you, your little net worth gone, trying to sue Lifetime. Because you know they got their shit together. They're talking about you. They're interviewing other people that were a part of the story. So I don't really know how much he can dig into it without incriminating himself. The defamation to character. You've been tried in the court a lot. This is public knowledge. As a matter of fact, it's public record that you was out here fucking with these girls. Or at least been accused and went to trial for it. So you might as well hang that one up, player. But yeah, man, um, he's a piece of shit. And it blows my mind that people that will get my I'm still going to support him. This and the third. It's wild that more people, more black people were willing to support R. Kelly in uh, his, his dealings with young black women more people were mad at Kanye West for his political his political thinking. And I don't agree with Kanye West at all with this shit. 
they were more upset with Kanye about his political views than they are with R. Kelly about him basically raping these young girls and locking these young girls up and treating them like shit. You more in line with somebody that directly violated young black women than you are with somebody over some political views. Somebody who created a space for creators in Chicago and who's misguided in what he says. I think a lot of things he says is misguided or he's not articulating them properly. But he, he at least is talking about trying to make shit better for people. But y'all would rather stand with R. Kelly. It, yeah, it don't make any sense to me. It's, it's something you can't say. You can't say Black Lives Matter and then support R. Kelly and still listen to, like, nah, I'm not doing that with you. I can't, I won't. I think uh, this episode was more of a therapy session for me because of my team losing and all that shit. And uh, this shit coming out with R. Kelly. Me just getting, being able to get it off my chest, man. A little bit of self-care, if you will. But I felt like I had to talk about it. Um, I'm going to probably watch the next two episodes tonight just so I can be uh, complete in my hatred. I'm 50% there of off the new information. I was already 100 because of shit I knew. Now I'm at 150. When I get these next two episodes under my belt, I'll be at 200% hatred for R. Kelly. And that's just how I'm living in 2019. I ain't holding back. I'm going to say whatever I want to say on this motherfucker. I'm not trying to be um, correct. I got to get at my audience. And I'm really trying to reach young black people. Like, while I want everybody to listen to this shit, I really want to reach young black people. Say, hey, man, there's another line of thinking. You don't have to do what everybody else is doing. Break out of that shit. Do what you want to do. Create. Be independent. Independence is the shit. It's the shit. Don Tripp said it on the song, independence is the shit. Think about it. Think for yourself, man. And um, on a, on another music tip, so I'm, I'm going to get out of here because I got shit I got to do with the crib. Nothing, nothing for 2019 yet. I'm working on building my 2019 playlist, making a whole bunch of dopeness, and I'll share it with y'all where y'all can get that at. But if you want to listen to 2018... 2018 music that you haven't heard I talked about it a little bit last episode there's an album called No News Is Good News by Fonte that's P-H-O-N-T-E with the accent mark on the E so Fonte is a, a I say a critically acclaimed hip hop artist slash R&B artist and uh, if you're into hip hop and you go back there's a group called Little Brother it was Fonte Rapper Big Pooh, and um, legendary producer, now head of Jambala Records. Um, it's a dude by the name of Ninth Wonder. So Ninth Wonder produced all the beats for Little Brother, and Fontaine and Big Pooh were the rappers. Then after a few albums, they went their separate ways. Fontaine went on to form Foreign Exchange with a, with a producer. I forgot his name, but the group is called Foreign Exchange. They got some good music out there. I just happened to catch it on um, my boy Brooks been trying to put me on it. But if you have title, there's something called Fonte Essentials. I highly encourage you to go listen to it. It is a very good playlist. But his album is called No News Is Good News. It came out March 2018. It is a very good album. Fonte is a very 
very good rapper. Raps like a, he talks about everyday shit, real life struggles. He's not no gang member. He's not no drug dealer. He's not no party guy. He's not no mumble rapper. This is a grown ass man rapping about life. Everyday stuff. He has a song called Expensive Jeans that talks about black people and our, our, uh, our, our connection to high cholesterol, diabetes, and uh, terrible eating habits. So Expensive Jeans is a, it's like my, one of my favorite songs on the album. And I think Cry No More, which comes on directly after that, is on as well. It's a short album. It's like maybe 30-something maybe minutes, but it's a very, very good listen. If you like that um, and you have a title, check out Fonte Essentials, a playlist on there. But his music should be everywhere, man. If you need help getting to it, holla at me, and I'll get you to where it's at. But check it out. Indeed. Probably my most slept-on artist of um, 2018. And hopefully I hear some good shit from him in this next year. But with that being said, man, thank you for letting me vent. This episode was a lot of that. I appreciate it if you listen to it. If not, my bad. Or if you don't like it, my bad. Y'all know where to hit me at. Noplayingthisride.gmail.com. If this is your first time, stick around. It'll get better, I promise. I won't be so uh, angry and bitter next time around. I'm on Twitter. If you want to fuck with me on Twitter, no play in this ride. Look for me at noplay247. That's capital N, lowercase o, capital P-L-A-Y. Noplay247 on Twitter. There's a Facebook page, um, YouTube page. I'm on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all that. Every Monday, I'm trying to give you some shit to talk about. But y'all be better in this year than you were last year and make people around you better, man. Y'all be good out there. Peace.